Hey friends, welcome to The Collective Podcast in partnership with Watermark Community Church. I'm your host, Callie Nixon, joined by my beautiful co-host, Chelsea Chafe-Reason, and we are thrilled to welcome you to season four. This season, we're tackling hot topics in our culture, but in a super consumable time span. Perfect for your morning commute, while you fold the laundry, or while squeezing in a workout. We are so glad you're here. Seventy-eight million Americans claim to have used marijuana. Forty-nine percent of Americans have tried marijuana, which is up from forty-five percent a few years ago. Twelve percent of American adults say they smoke it regularly. It's legal in nineteen states, and it's most commonly used among young adults, but not limited to. Legitimately, y'all, I have a friend who every time she goes to Colorado, where it's legal, she will get lit for a week straight. So today we're diving into the question, if I'm somewhere where weed is legal, is it okay to use it? Is it okay? Is it okay? Everybody doing it. Everybody doing it. So that is the question. Y'all, hopefully we're going to provide some good framework around how to ask some really good, hard questions on this topic. And I think you first have to start with this idea that just because something seems good or seems like it's not a big deal, it may not be bad for you, a great question to ask is, is it best for you? And so for certain health situations, we can all acknowledge that medical marijuana probably has been a breakthrough and a blessing in a lot of places. But I think for the average person, Mm -hmm. there's an appeal to it. There's a curiosity to it. So that's why this is a hot topic. Like there is absolutely a curiosity if someone's never done it before to going, what would that be like? There's an appeal of... Now you drive through, you know, one of those 19 states and there's stores all over the place going, hey, let's just try it. Like this is something that is absolutely worth discussing and figuring out a good idea. And if we're being completely honest, we can see the appeal. You, uh, there is a totally very real appeal to the idea of, man, I just want to chill out for a minute. Yeah. I, I've never done it. So I, I kind of want to just know what everybody's talking about. That's me. Like there's a lot of people that I know in my life who have tried it. And I sometimes I'm like, well, y'all have got to try it and see how it is. And I, I haven't. But I think that's where I have to ask myself, I think, these really important questions. Yes. And Callie, have you ever tried weed? I have never tried weed. So I am speaking not from experience. I mean, fair enough. I've never tried it myself either, which is actually a miracle from the Lord because I went to the University of Texas at Austin. Wow. Yeah. uh, Praise Jesus. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think I may be the only person who went to the University of Texas who came out without that. (laughs) Well, he make a way. But so I think one of the first things we want to talk about is the shortcut to comfort. Yeah. So 1 Corinthians 10, 23 and 24 talks about how everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. So we think about a shortcut to comfort. Anything that takes over mastery of your cognitive faculties is something that could potentially become your master. And so the question we need to ask is first, have an honest conversation about why do you want to do it? Why do you want to smoke weed? Are you incredibly stressed in your life and it's the only thing that feels like it can relax you? Alcohol can be used in the same way. Alcohol is legal, but the way and the reason why people start to use alcohol as like a coping mechanism Mm -hmm. 
enters into that territory as believers, we would say, man, you're, you're letting something else besides Christ act as your master. And I think just saying, are you wanting to do it because it's, it, because it's legal, it might seem like kind of the sexy or like fun thing to do. Or if you want to do a place where it's illegal, is the illegality of it alluring to you? you oh, know? absolutely. There's something kind of like everybody has this desire in us to be like, oh, there's a line drawn and I want to cross it. Totally. Like my kids. I'm like, hey, the stove is hot. Don't touch it. And it's like their little E.T. finger. Just like, <laughs> I want to touch it. <sighs> but you said, what's the why? And I think the next question past what what's my why is what's my why and is the why worth it? Yes. I mean, Christians, we are supposed to be set apart. Mm -hmm. And so while there's a case to be made here that, sure, if it's legal, be free to some extent. But I think it's much harder to make that case when it comes to the use of weed. Right. Because it is such a controlling factor over your personal facilities. Whereas, you know, earlier in the season, we talked about Botox. And that's something that, you know, there's there's a decent bit of freedom, I think, based on some of the factors for you there. But it doesn't impede your ability to function. Yeah. Whereas this, I think there's a more aggressive case for be careful. Yeah. Because it does. Think of all the things you might have to do when you are under the influence and you're using the substance. And then from there, it takes you to the next step, which is, I think it's a slippery slope. Yeah, absolutely. I think that what you just said is so good. What's your why? Is your why worth it? And do you realize the slippery slope that it can be? I think those are the top three questions that we've got to be asking ourselves in something like this. It takes us to Romans 8 verse 5 says those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on the things the spirit desires. So I love that you said you can make a case for it if it's legal. Um, you can absolutely make an appropriate case for it if it's a medical issue, 100%. which we'll talk about more in a minute. But I think if we have our minds set on the spirit, are we looking for anything else other than the spirit and the person of God to satisfy us? Again, like we said, it can go across the spectrum of all sorts of coping mechanisms, right? You could go from marijuana to alcohol to TV to pain meds to um, gratuitous novels. Like mm -hmm. there are so many things that I think the world is going to consistently try to place into our minds, but anything we put above the Lord is idolatry. And in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I think that sober-mindedness is where this one does feel a little bit more intense. And I think that's why you see it in in as a believer, leaned on a little bit harder. I'm not sure it's good. It's because I might read a, a bad novel or something that might, you know, take my mind in a direction it shouldn't. And yes, that may hurt my mind, but it, it doesn't ever remove it from the sobriety of thought that is there. And I think this is very clearly a step away from sobriety. And so whatever facilities you had gauging your, your Holy Spirit going, maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm. You've just lessened that wall one more, one more brick. You've gone, you know what? I was already taking a couple of bricks off. Let's just bring it all the way down a bit. And that's that's hard to say if you're fighting temptation for something else. Man, that's that's a scary place to be. Yeah, that's good. You know, John 10, 10 says the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. And I think every time we take one of those bricks, we're trading in the lie that God plus something else can sustain us. Mm. 
And listen, (laughs) I've had a really tough couple of months and I have been so tempted to replace the things of God for the things of the world because they promise me comfort. And the reality is some of them do actually provide comfort. Like that's why we call it comfort food. It provides comfort, like an empty stomach. I mean, a full stomach provides this feeling of comfort. It's, it's why we want to take something that might chill us out or something that might help us go to sleep. And again, these are all things that in and of themselves, food is a gift. Food Mm -hmm. is neutral. But the way that I can weaponize it to try to um, avoid listening to the Lord in my pain is when it takes that step into being something that I'm not living in accordance with the spirit. I'm living in accordance to my flesh. And I think the other thought that comes at the back end of this is on the slippery slope train of thinking is, you know, a lot of slippery slopes, we know marijuana is not addictive. That's that's pretty largely agreed upon. But turning to something, a substance to be a cure for you is a very scary place to be because before you know it, you tried it once and then that really worked. And then suddenly and all of a sudden you've, you've done it for the last month. And then you find yourself in a place of deprivation where you're like, I need it. So you've switched from, I want it to I'm reliant upon it. And then as soon as you have a reliance there, that is where we see a lead into addiction. And I'm not saying that that with weed, that will always happen. But I think if we're trying to flee immorality, towing the line does not feel like we're fleeing it. It's it's the exact opposite. It's wondering how far can I do this before I get caught or something along those lines. Right. And to your point, while there may not be like evidence of it being addictive, I can absolutely see how the you could start to crave it. You know, like I crave the feeling that it gives me. And people talk about marijuana all the time as like the gateway drug of, to your point, once you've done it and you've seen how it helps, it's a really easy slippery slope to move to, well, that that does that, but I need a little bit more now. So it's, it's understandable how you could move from that to some of the more heavy hitting drugs as well. And to be very clear, Kelly and I are not saying because you toked up once, Christian, (laughs) that you are obviously going to go, you know, get addicted to heroin. That is, that's ridiculous. That's asinine. I think what we are building the case for, as you might build the case for why you should do it, I think we can, you know, gratefully sit here as sisters in Christ and say, here's probably why you should build the case against it. Yeah. And we are going to extreme levels to build that case. But I think that they, they, they all have to build into what we're trying to share, which is wisdom would say, what is the why? And is the why worth it before the Lord? And also we're meant to look and feel and be set apart. Yeah. I think being honest about the fact that we can pretty much make a case for anything we really want to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Like I think we got to remember verses like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I mean, I think... For, for this specific subject, it is something that, again, like, you know, I think at the end of listening to some of these episodes, I could see our listeners being like, okay, so so what do I do? Yeah. So, you know? what, wait, so, wait, so what's what do the you answer? want me wait, to what, do? Yes or no. And that's what I love about this season, honestly, is we are sitting here going, wrestle, grapple, ask some of the questions that we're asking, dive into some of the scripture that we're sharing with you, find your own scripture and figure out 
where does God have me land on this? And what I think Chelsea Shea said so well is you can build a case on either side. I think the case for it seems like a tougher case to build. Absolutely. Romans 14, 20 says, don't tear apart the work of God over what you eat. Remember, all foods are acceptable, but it is wrong to eat something if it makes another stumble, which is hilarious to me considering edibles are now a thing. I'm just like, this verse has a whole new light. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, as a personal anecdote, uh, the last couple of times I've gone to Colorado, I have a family member, and I'm not saying who, but I have one, who consistently is curious about gummies. <laughs> and every time we're there, it's like the whole time there's like this, there's this gummy bear anecdote. We keep going. <laughs> Going back to you. And it's always like, I mean, I don't know. You, you, are we going to, you know, no, we can always I, try I don't, a gummy. I'm not going to, we can always try it, but we're not going to. And, and I think for me, I probably land a little bit more on the case of if you're saying, hey, Chelsea, what's your take? Where do you land? Chelsea, Person- what's your take? What's my take? Personally, I, I don't see a good place for it in my life. I have an addictive personality. So I'm pretty self aware that if I give a, an inch here, uh, I'll probably end up in a mile. And I mean, I would say the same for alcohol for me. I really have to be super careful. I'm very guarded because that is a ditch for me. The idea of escapism and potentially just relying on something to be my cure so I can keep going, that's my ditch. So I personally land in a, I probably won't. Yeah. But I, I do think I see that there could be a place for you to have freedom there. I just, again, I think it's a really hard case considering how it affects your ability to stay sober-minded and we're told to stay sober. And I think, you know, I've never tried it. So I don't know if you can stay sober underneath it. It seems like you can't. Whereas you can have a drink and still be pretty sober. You can have one drink and still be pretty clear-minded. Yeah. So my hot take on this hot topic is is pretty similar. I think for one, medically, I have a friend who struggled deeply with epilepsy. Mm. And this is one of the only things that has provided her relief of any kind. I have another dear friend whose dad um, had a transplant and had immense like nerve level pain. He tried all the opioids, nothing was working. And this is the only thing that brought him relief. So I have a conviction on the medical side that if under the guidance of a doctor, this is something that you can explore, um, you could make a big argument that it's a lot less affecting of your body than opioids are. Because those are as tons of Clinical studies will tell you they're devastating effects on your body. So epilepsy, other seizure disorders, multiple sclerosis, cancer, you know, all sorts of things like that, that there are compelling arguments to be made. Um, As far as for recreational use, I think for me, this side of heaven, if you're a believer, there are always going to be shortcuts to our comfort, always. And I am someone who craves comfort. I crave ease and I crave um, fullness. And so while those are always going to be available and sometimes they're appropriate, I think sometimes the Lord asks us to walk through really hard seasons that we try to get out of. Mm. And I could see someone walking down this road trying to avoid the pain that they might need to feel to trust the Lord even more than they have before. And so for me, if I was sitting across from someone who was making this decision, after asking him a lot of questions, I think I would just say like, is he better? Like, is he worth it? And is he better? And there might be times in our lives where that's a really hard question to say yes to because of what you're walking through. And to them, I would say, take them to maybe 2 Corinthians 4.18, where Paul calls our afflictions light and momentary. And the only way he can have the audacity to call our afflictions light and momentary is if he really believed that um, 
what we were going to experience in heaven was actually real. And he did. So I believe that too. And one last asterisk I do want to put on this is we've talked a little bit about if you get prescribed weed from a doctor, that this is probably a very good use, like medical marijuana. There's some great benefits there. And I, I want to make sure we also include, as we've talked about escaping comfort, we are not isolating this to the conversation about getting on prescribed medicines from medical professionals if you have a mental health disorder. So I want to make sure you don't try and throw that baby in with the bathwater. It's not there. Mm -hmm. We're totally just talking about recreational token app. And we want to make sure that if we're talking about getting lit just for funsies, yeah. Christian, What's your why? Is your why worth it? Mm. And are you honoring God with that decision? Chelsea Shea, you know, I've been surprised with, with the hip street language you've been able to use on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I went to UT Austin. <laughs> I'm actually probably outdated. Who knows? There's, I'm sure there's a more uh, cool word to be used, but maybe not. I'm a pretty cool person. You are. Friends, God loves you. He <laughs> sees you. He is better than anything that this world might offer you and throw in your way to make you feel comforted. Thanks for joining us today. As a reminder, this is just the spark. It's just the jumping off point of the conversation. We want to get you started. We would love for you to grab friends, grab your Bible, figure out a way to have this conversation together. Go to Blake Holmes's blog that's going to be linked in the show notes to help you make decisions in hard topics. If you want to learn more about The Collective, you can visit our website at watermark.org collective or follow us on Instagram at watermark underscore collective. Share this episode with someone who might need to hear it. And if you have any questions, you can always email us at collective at watermark.org. We love you. And we'll see you next time on The Collective Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,